Welcome to the Backbox Pinball Podcast, a podcast for lady pinballers and their friends. Each week, we will sit down with a guest and chat about news and events related to women in the sport and hobby of pinball. Now here's your host, Lauren Gray. Welcome to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Gray. I am so excited to be here. I have an amazing guest. She was on the show once before. She's been on a couple of times. I Have you been on twice? Or just, just once? Because I talk about you all the time, Elizabeth. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I feel like you're like a special member of the show. But I am so excited to have back on the show from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, co-owner of the Kickback Pinball Cafe, Miss Awesomeness herself, Elizabeth Cromwell. Yay! Well, thank you for that awesome intro. <laughs> Well, Elizabeth, welcome back. I appreciate you coming back on the show, especially this re-entry back into normal podcasting. So I kind of dropped off radar about mid-October. I don't want to get too into it because everybody's got stuff. This is the year of stuff's going down in everybody's life. But I got some health news that I was trying to sort out and I I just kind of dropped everything except for making sure I could stay employed Everything else kind of dropped off. I was like, I need to concentrate on figuring out what doctors are telling me and getting healthy and and getting all these things in order. And I have a horrible habit for people who know me really, really well. They, I can't say no. So I have twelve irons in the fire. And I, I, I can't, I can't do all this. I, ha- I have to just. I everything got shelved. And the thing is, I missed doing the podcast so much. I missed my pinball community so, so much. And then time had gone by. And like now that when we passed Thanksgiving, okay, now it's been weird. It's not just been a couple of weeks. Now it's been like a month. So it's been very awkward. So I just, I, I kind of wanted to do this. I wasn't sure how I was going to kind of jump back in. And, and I'm really excited that, you know, Elizabeth's here with me. I consider her a great friend. And, you know, I think it's going to be a great episode. But for those of you who missed me, I'm back. We're going to be doing episodes about every other week is my plan. But, you know, 2020 has just been like a dumpster fire. So <laughs> we're going to just take this week by week. But I'm very excited to be back. More episodes on a more regular basis. Um, I'm just kind of getting back into the swing of things. I, I do want to give um, a, a special thank you to uh, and, and, uh, my bad girl. And I got you to Emily Colson, who was my last guest whose episode has not aired. And that's on me. Um, I need to edit that. Um, that's going to come out as a bonus episode after this episode. Uh, she was amazing. Emily is super awesome and we're going to have her on, but she's going to be a special bonus episode that's going to come after this episode, which I am dubbing the 2020 dumpster fire holiday extravaganza (laughs) because I'm just done with 2020. I'm like, I'm just so done. So I was like, Elizabeth, come on. We're going to talk some news. We're going to talk about how much we hate 2020 and we're excited about 2021. So Elizabeth, thank you so much for being here for those folks who may not know you or didn't catch your last episode, just a a brief intro about who you are and your pinball journey, where you started from and where you are today. uh, I'm one of the co-owners of the Kickback Pinball Cafe in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, as you noted. And I used to work for the Replay Foundation, which is where most people know me from, um, running the Papa World Championships and Pinburg. Awesome. Elizabeth is like Miss Pinball. She's amazing. So, and that's how I got to know her. I'm like, she's like a pinball celebrity, y'all. She, when she came on the show the first time, I was a little intimidated. I'm not going to lie. That's like, oh ridiculous. You, I was. But ridiculous. Then we bonded over Bowie and pinball. And I'm like, we're super, we're super chill now. <laughs> it's amazing. 
<laughs> so I am so excited for her to be on this show. So uh, we're going to jump right into news. Um, you know, because Earth is closed, as I've stated many times <laughs> this year, Earth is closed. You know, a lot of stuff, a lot of news came down. Of course, they canceled TPF 2021. I'm not going to lie. I bought a dress, y'all, for the Twippies. It had many, many sequins. It was purple. I'm probably going to wear it if they do it virtually. You can still wear it if we do it virtually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to wear it. I'm like, I was so excited about it because it kind of matches my logo. And I'm like, this is the bestest dress ever. And then they like, they we're making it virtual. It's like, no. So I totally get that. But um, yeah, unfortunately, TPF 2021, I'm not surprised as somebody who had, and you could understand this because of replay. When you have to do anything of that magnitude, of that many people, of that size, you have to plan almost a year out. You More know, if you, yeah, I was going to say you're booking venues, you're booking vendors, all these things. And I, I understand it. Everybody's disappointed for sure. I mean, of course, we all want to see each other. I, everybody wants to see each other. But, you know, I totally under, I was, I was actually going to be surprised if they were going to do March for 2021 because I was like I don't know yeah um, I think it's it's the right move for them to cancel it I think that they announced that they put out was uh, was spectacular I thought it was one of the, the more well written well defined um, announcements about this that you could do I guess if, if anything I'm a little surprised that they announced it so early because last year they were right on top of it like by just a couple, it was going to happen in just a couple of weeks right. and they ended up canceling it, but we didn't know a lot back then. And now we have a much better grasp on what we're dealing with. So for them to just jump it and be like four months out, we're canceling it. I think, I think it was the right call. move. Yeah, completely agree. And, you know, I think back in March, I was like, you know, in the summer when this burns off, because, you know, I am a, a, a doctor on viruses. I know all kinds of things. You know, it's going to burn <laughs> off. It's going to be fine. You know, the, the sun will fix it. No, no. We know we all know all about uh, the coronavirus and COVID-19. <laughs> it's yeah. like, good God. Um, it's and, definitely yeah. optimistic. Like, yeah. I, I don't know anything about anything, but... I, you know, I kept thinking like, oh, well, you know, there's not a lot of flu in the, in the summer. So maybe we'll see less cases of this. Maybe we can get back to normal-ish come the summer until they can come up with a vaccine and blah, blah. No, like it's just 2020 sucks, man. 2020 yeah. is terrible. I honestly want to like drag a small dumpster out, like, and just have my own ceremonial bonfire and just burn things from 2020. But, you know, Ed, Kim, the whole staff of TPF, uh, we love you guys. It's a bummer, but we totally, you know, understand, you know, Jeff and the This Week in Pinball. I'm excited that you guys are going to do it virtually again. I had fun. I got to present also one. Uh, an award. So I was excited to be part of last year's virtual Twippies. You know, I ha already have the dress. I'm just throwing it out there, Jeff. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> I have the dress. If you need somebody, drop me a line. Just throwing it out there. So, but uh, yeah, so the Twippies are virtual. Uh, other big thing that came out. Oh my God, people get so spite. Okay. I'm going to step back. Y'all know how I feel about old dude music pinball machines. I've said it many times on the podcast. However, I kind of was a little excited about Led Zeppelin. Well, finally, there's a Led Zeppelin machine. I mean, if you're going to do like a band, like I feel like there's Zeppelin, the Stones and the Beatles. Like those are right. kind of like the three big ones. Realistically, like the Stones have 
two. And then the Beatles just officially just got one a couple years ago, and now they're doing Zeppelin. I'm excited about the Led Zeppelin machine. Again, not what I would have chosen, but of all the bands they could have gone with, I'm like, I would consider buying a Led Zeppelin machine over maybe the Guns N' Roses. I mean, I feel like Led Zeppelin looks really cool. And although I just laughed because of all the, uh, you know, DMCA or DCMA or whatever it is, but I was just like, I, I kept on clicking on the video and I was like, why is there no sound? It took me a second to realize it had been like, you know, uh, muted by, you know, the interwebs. Right. <laughs> I was just like, oh, okay. But I am excited about the theme, y'all. Again, I do wish they would move forward in time. But at the end of the day, Stern is a company that sells pinball machines. And they're going to sell them to the demo that buys them. And unfortunately, it's a bunch of old dudes <laughs> for the rec room. I mean, there are lots of other people that play pinball. Obviously, welcome to this podcast. But I, I get it. I'm like, Stern, I get it. Although Zeppelin's one of my favorite bands. So I'm excited about it. What are your thoughts about the Zeppelin machine? I mean, we haven't really had a chance to play it. I'm not talking about playability i'm just talking about like maybe the theme uh i i think zeppelin is a good choice for a theme i wonder i wonder why there's no stairway on it yes okay thank you because i was about to circle back to that i'm like what is it like a licensing thing was it too expensive because the rest of the stuff i was like there weren't a couple of my favorites, but like my favorite Zeppelin song is Babe, I'm Gonna Leave You, which doesn't really like go well for a pinball machine. It's a bit of a slow song. But like but... the one song, the one song everyone can definitively <laughs> say is a Led Zeppelin song. There, there, there are a lot of, there are a lot of songs on that game that we have all heard and that we all love. But like when I was reading the list, I was like, oh, that's a Zeppelin song. Oh, all right. Cool. I know that song. I love that song. I didn't know it was Led Zeppelin that did it. The one song everyone on the planet knows is a Led Zeppelin song is Stairway to Heaven. How do you leave that off? Yeah, I mean, so it's like good times, bad times, communication breakdown, whole lot of love, immigrant song, cashmere, black dog, ramble on rock and roll trampled underfoot and the song remains the same all of those are amazing but the fact that they didn't include stairway i mean to me honestly if they were gonna do it like i would have made that like the wizard mode or something like if they were like like make it like epic like don't don't make it the one you know don't make it easy don't make it like the first level multi-ball make it the wizard mode make it the end i was like i was like why is it not on (laughs) It makes no sense it makes no sense yeah so and the only thing that i can think is that it, it's possible that whoever owns the license for Led Zeppelin and the songs that are included doesn't have the license for Stairway. Like it could belong to a completely different record company. That would be the only thing in my mind that would make sense as to why you would just totally mess up that and not put that song on there. And make no mistake, I think it's it's a mistake. I think they made a mistake by not including that. I, I completely agree with you. I mean, as a fan of Led Zeppelin and, and I get that all the songs they picked down, like, um, you know, the, a lot of those are ones I love, but not including their main hit, the one song that they're known one for. Song. The, the song. Side you note, had one job. One job. One job only. Uh, Stairway to Heaven. And I mean, it could have been cool because I thought like, oh, well, you could have like built your modes could have been different steps on the stairway. And then when you hit the wizard mode, you get like the whole thing. And then like it could have been like the breakdown at the end. It would have been great. But that's all right. Fine. I'm just saying missed opportunity, y'all. 
missed opportunity. Because uh, if, if if you say, oh, it's a Led Zeppelin machine. Oh, is it stairway? Nope. No stairway. No, no stairway. No stairway to heaven. <laughs> and, oh, you know, I'm not going to knock uh, old white guy rocker pins because I'm still holding out for my David Bowie pin. And I'm Bowie, love him Bowie as much as I do. He's an old white guy. It's true. He appeals to old white guys. <laughs> That's... It's you know. true, but I feel like Bowie like transcends and like he's like all genres and all things. Like I just he does. I, he's just amazing. We we could y'all like <laughs> FYI. Let's our start a David episode, Bowie podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we had like a whole side like John on like David Bowie on the last episode you and I have did together. But he's amazing. Um, I felt so. See, I'm going to take take a quick side note here. So I saw like my husband's like pod like you know, playlist on his iPad and like all mm-hmm. the music he had in his library. He had one David Bowie song. I was a little upset by that. I'm like, you only have one song. And it was like, like China girl or something. I was like, this is what you have on here. I'm like, I don't even know you. I'm like, I was like, I just looked at him like, who are you? Like, what is this? I'm just like, I feel like I wanted to go buy him an iTunes gift card and go download some things for him. My partner but- and I just signed up for Spotify duo and we were on a long car drive. So he pulled up, on on duos you can pull up your partner's playlist and he pulled mine up and he was like this is nothing but david bowie and the velvet underground like <laughs> diversify pick something else and i'm like there's one m&m song in there come on like i feel it's pretty diversified <laughs> oh my god i love it i love it so i'm excited to play led zeppelin when it comes when yes. I find somebody who has it I, and it would be when I, cause I always mentioned this to, to the partner, to the spouse. I'm like, Hey, like, what do you think? And he, he honestly, he was like, I'd be down for having a conversation about that. I was like, oh, we could buy one. he's like, no, I didn't say that. I said, we could have a conversation about buying one. I was like, Daffy, we're going to buy it. Yes. So yeah. Um, so we're going to buy it eventually. I'm going to wear him down. He was very excited. That and um, Avengers Infin- Infinity Quest. So I'm super excited because that's the other big title that came out during my my hiatus. And you have one at the cafe. Yes. So yes. girl, tell me about it. What do you think? Uh, I I have to say this is the worst title that Trump, that, uh, that Stern has ever put out. Oh, harsh takes. I wish why? it was. I wish it was. And here's why. Because Keith Elwin, this is his third pinball machine. And it's like everyone is just a little bit better. And I'm so tired of him. Like he's going to get a big head and he really just needs to come down a peg. And the only way that's going to happen is if he makes a turd of a title and he just hasn't done it yet. <laughs> No, Don't it's fantastic. Trying. It's tell so me funny. how you feel. I mean, that's the thing, man. I mean, Keith is just cranking them out. I'm like, dang it. I'm like, they're all amazing. They're all amazing. And yeah. although I'm Laura, who I'm gonna get on in 2021, sold her Jurassic Park to get the get, get the Avengers one. I was like, you sold JP? How could you do it? I was like, I'm in love with Jurassic Park. But Everything I've heard about Infinity Quest has been nothing but like it's awesome, Lauren. Like Lauren, the, you the have great to play thing it. is that so he made Iron Maiden, he made Jurassic Park, and then he made Infinity Quest. They they are all three completely unique and different layouts. They all have completely different shots. You could put them all three of them next to each other. None of them play like the others, except that they all play smoothly. Um, the geometry is well laid out. It shoots really well. It uh, and it's fun, and it they're each unique. 
like that's the greatest word that I, I could use for them. Each one of them is totally unique and not like, and I don't like to get into that headspace that a lot of people go where they're just like, oh, well, this is just Metallica reskinned or this is just, you know, blah, blah with a new theme on it. Right. Um, but there are definitely some tables that have elements of other tables and his kind of don't. And that's so refreshing. And now we've just talked his head up again. I know. There's a reason why everybody calls him the goat. Dang it. Uh, you know, I, I, I should have Keith on the show, even though we're the Lady Pinball podcast. I, you know, I want to have him on the show sometime because people always talk about him. And I would, I would, Keith, if you listen, I don't know if you do, you, you're welcome to come on the show. We'll have a bonus episode. We'll, we'll talk playfield stuff and designing stuff and all kinds of stuff. But I'm excited. Do you, do you feel that Avengers is the title for uh, game of the year for? 2021 or 2020 excuse me well what else came out this year teenage mutant ninja turtles we had teenage mutant ninja turtles we had raza we had rick and morty guns and roses so i haven't seen any raza oh god i I have (laughs) i can't speak to that um but i do have i got a rick and morty as an early christmas present and i love that game how are you liking Um, it so far i mean you love it i love it i love it it's hard but it's not hard in that, like, this game is so hard, I will never understand it. I hate it, and I will never play it again. Right. It's hard in, like, wow, this is really hard. I want to learn to nail that shot. Okay. No, I can get that. Okay. Um, and it's just a great theme. I love Rick and Morty. Uh, if I, hmm. So of the ones that I've played or watched gameplay footage of, I would say probably Infinity Quest is... One of them. <laughs> no, Infinity Quest is probably one of... It's probably the best. The, yeah. the, that, that's your kind of pick for game of 2020. I loved Raza. I did. And, you know, obviously the NDA has been lifted and I can chat everybody's head off. I think overall, I think um, my compatriots from the Deep Six, um, Carrie Hardy and uh, Chris Chandler, both have done really well kind of going deep diving into it, particularly Carrie's like YouTube sh- uh, channel. I'll include a link. Um, I liked Raza a lot. I haven't played Avengers and I haven't played Guns N' Roses. Obviously, I haven't played Led Zeppelin, but I don't know if that's going to be considered a title for this year because um, I don't know if it's going to roll out before the end of the year. I, I think, think they it's used- rolling out until, until January. Yeah. So let's, you know, that aside, I loved Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, even though like, yes, the theme is nostalgia for me, but it's not necessarily like, I was like, eh. but it was a really fun game with what I've played so far. Um, I, I loved Raza. So, I mean, that would kind of be it for me, but I've heard such good things about Avengers that I know there's one up in Austin and I'm going to try to get up there during the holidays. If they don't close that particular location, um, they're, they're, they're closing a lot of locations. And, and I wanted to talk a little bit about that with you, you know, as an operator, you know, what, has 2020 been like challenge wise for you? I mean, obviously, it, I mean, I can't even begin to imagine what that's like to be a owner operator of anything that's public facing, particularly uh, a pinball cafe. Well, we were shut down from the middle of March until the beginning of June. And then we were open for three weeks and then shut down for a week. And then we were open again until. Uh, about a week and a half ago. Now every arcade in the state of Pennsylvania is locked down until January 4th. And every time I say we, we were closed, the, 
that that was state mandated. That wasn't us choosing to, you know, close the doors. Um, I can tell you our business is down by about 70%, which I get. People don't want to come out and mingle. Um, When we reopened from the first lockdown, I did a lot of research on there's, there's nothing out there that tells you how to open an arcade in a pandemic, how to reopen (laughs) an arcade in a pandemic. And I ended up going a lot um, with what the casinos were doing because those are high touch surfaces and like, we're not a bar. We don't have a liquor license. We sell coffee and sandwiches and we have pinball machines. And like most of our revenue comes from the pinball. Um, So did a whole bunch of research. We moved all of the machines apart. Um, we went crazy with disinfecting wipes. We have disinfecting wipes and hand sanitizer out in between every single machine. We have signs everywhere to wash your hands, sanitize your hands, wipe on the machines um, before and after you play. Um, I would have to say sourcing a constant supply of sanitizing wipes has been really difficult um, there were times in June where it's like, I would spend literally eight hours just going store to store to store because if stores had them, you could buy one. Yeah. Um, they didn't want people hoarding them. Um, masks are required. If you, if I catch you with your mask down, I will ask you to put it back up. And if I have to tell you a second time, then we ask you to leave because that could literally get us shut down. If they, if the health department came in and saw, you know, six people all playing pinball, none of them wearing a mask, we would get closed. And yeah. that's something I don't think people really think a lot about when they decide to be jerks about taking their masks off or not wearing their masks. Is that yeah. Not really up to us. It's up to the health department. Yeah. I mean, we want to make sure that these locations and these, you know, venues stay open for everybody. And However you feel about your mask thing, if you're in a public space that is, doesn't belong to you, you got to follow the rules that are of that space and don't be a jerk and wear your mask. I'm just saying. Yeah. And I, I have found this a lovely opportunity to express myself because now I have like a variety of masks. Most of them are Bob's Burgers themed. So yes. I feel like the conversation starter. People are like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, like all day today. I love Bob's Burgers. I was like, me too. Me too. I have so, I have some Alice in Wonderland ones that, that people really laugh at, which are good. Yeah. I, um, I, make it fun. Make it fun. You know what? One of the best things about wearing a mask all of 2020 is that I can't tell you the last time some doofus in a grocery store was like, you should smile. <gasps> yes. I hate that so much. That's like the, the worst thing. You know, there's what? just a lot Smile. less random talking to you, and there's a lot less random sexism. That you know, the smile thing always just like makes me just want to punch something. So yeah, I haven't gotten that since That's I've been wearing nice. my mask. I hadn't thought about that, but you're so right because I do smile, and and I'm a smiley person in general, like. I just, that's just my thing. I also like love the fact that I do smile at people and then I realize they can't see my face. Yes. And I'm like, why, why did I even bother? I'm, I'm going to smile with my eyes. And that just makes me look like a crazy person. Like, right. I, I, I'm like, I've had I the same thought. No, I've I'm had just, the exact same thought. And the other day I wanted to feel cute. And um, like the husband, as you guys know, uh, Mr. Spouse is an artist. So we have to occasionally work the art gallery. So I like 
went full like makeup on my face and what happens y'all i have to put a mask on makeup all over my mask like lipstick all of it i'm just like i'm such a moron why did i even bother like half my face is covered i was like i should have just done my eyes and left it (laughs) yeah i i mean if i'm feeling real good i'll put on a little bit of eyeliner and a little mascara and then put my mask on and leave the house (laughs) i was just like what do you think i think it's just like I have spent like the last eight months, like not doing anything that like remotely, like I was like, I'm going to put on this nice outfit and go out with, with people. And then I'm like, and now I've just like, I, like I have, like, I need to wash it. It's like covered in makeup. I was like, that's just great. I was like, fine. But it's made me like, so you're one, like were people not washing their hands? Y'all are filthy. So let's just go there. But also I think that there is like, you just don't realize like how like interdependent so many business are, businesses are on our revenue about going in and, and being a part. And, you know, we have to kind of take care of each other. And that starts with wearing a mask. And, you know, I, I, so many businesses closed. Um, I mean, every time I turned around, I felt like I was hearing another arcade, another, you know, bar venue was closing and it was just so disappointing. And then, of course, you know, we have events canceling, but probably the biggest news of 2020, of course, was the end of Pinburg. Um, and it wasn't just like we're canceling Pinburg. It's like Pinburg is done. Like replay effects is as is inner its iteration today is done and for somebody who was so much a part of what replay fx had become and pinberg had become i mean it, the world's largest pinball tournament what did that mean to you like how how did that news hit you oh, it was heartbreaking it's heartbreaking for all of us um it's more heartbreaking for the people that are on the inside because i think we see that there were mistakes made and things could have been better if for some certain, I don't even know how I'm trying to say this. Uh, certain choices maybe were made. Certain management decisions were made yeah. that weren't the best and made it so that the foundation simply couldn't survive and especially not survive two years in a pandemic. Yeah. I, you know, I'd never had an opportunity to go to Pinburg and to replay effects. And I was like, I'm going to go this year. It's going to be great. And then I'm like, no, like, you know, my plan, you know, 2020 was canceled. So I was like, 2021, I'm going to, it's going to be, I'm going to have, it's going to be great. And then I'm like, no, it it was just, I can't even imagine from your point of view, from just a, a player who had always wanted to go and be a part of it, um, I was I was beyond shocked. Um, that that I did not expect be... that news. Like I I totally expected them to cancel, but not to shut it down. Like to not ever do it again. Right. Not, that that was that was the surprising part to me. Yeah, it was to everybody. Yeah, twenty twenty one or twenty twenty, and then twenty twenty one were going to be the first time that I ever got to play in Pinburg, and so that got taken from me too. So that's double whammy. I don't have the thing to run anymore and I don't have the thing to play in anymore either. So mm. just sucks. Yeah. That's it's just, just it, dumpster fire. Dumpster fire. We hate you 2020. We hate you. Um, it's just been, I mean, like somebody was like rattling off a list of things that had happened, you know, Australia is on fire, COVID, like, you know, everything that happened. I'm just like, I hate 2020. It's terrible. Yeah. 
It's like I was keeping a list for a while of like every big news story that happened every month, and then I would look back on it, and I was like, "Crap! Do you remember in January when Australia was on fire? Because that seems like a three years ago, four years ago. Time has no meaning, and everything is terrible." I'm thinking about 2020, you know, you know, I've been working from home since March, like late February, early March. I feel like I've been here for so long. Yeah. I'm like, I, I don't, I can't deal with this. <laughs> I was like, this is here. And I am so lucky that I have the opportunity to work from home. So I know how lucky I am. But at the same time, um, for all my introverted friends out there, I know this is like your time, but like for your friend here who is super extroverted, <laughs> who craves interaction with people, I'm an instructor for crying out loud. I'm like, I need to interact with people. I was like, I need to go out. I wanted to, and like, I'm a hugger. So I'm like, I can't touch anybody. And I can't go outside. I was like, what am I going to do? So I just randomly hugged like my family members. I'm just like, I'm just going to hug you for a minute. On Saturday, Doug and I drove four hours to deliver a pinball machine and realized it was the longest trip we've taken all year. Oh, wow. Four hours in each direction. That is crazy. That's so sad. That is so pathetic. This this whole year has robbed all of us of so many things, um, including like, like you said, you haven't been out to play any pinball and places are closing. We'll be robbed of them forever. We're all going to be robbed of, of replay effects forever and ever because of this um, time, hugs, travel, all of it. Yeah. It's just, you know, it, honestly, the, I will say 2020 gave me one thing and it's an appreciation for life and for you know, the way I lived my life. And I was just like, you appreciate, I, I saw my best friend today and I hadn't seen her in person in almost two months. And I hadn't, I was like, usually we'd like, wouldn't go more than a week than with, we live in the same city. <laughs> like right. It wouldn't be more than a week, but I hadn't seen her in almost two months. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And because all of you out there probably realize after I'm at work all day on Zoom, Skype, whatever phone calls, working hunched over my laptop, I don't want to talk to anybody on the phone. I don't want to get on Skype. <laughs> like, I don't want to talk to him. And I feel terrible. We were talking about that today. Like, it's so, it's like you've on, almost like created your own sense of isolation. Cause I was doing really well for a couple months. I was running like, you know, get meetups and doing the thing. And I'm like, but I feel like now we've like slid into winter and everybody's like, no, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I feel you. I'm right there with you. I think we all handled the first three months brilliantly all of us did march april and may and then when the lockdowns lifted a little bit we all got a teeny tiny taste of freedom to go back into this like dystopian nightmare has been well the dystopian nightmare exactly so 2020 hot garbage 2021 what are your hopes for 2021 um what are my hopes for 2021 well that enough people get the vaccine that we can get back to being normal-ish, right? Woo-hoo. Like, if we get enough people to be vaccinated that the other people don't have to worry quite as much, maybe we'll see people going back out um, to bars and restaurants and coffee shops and pinball parlors. I'm hoping, like, if I'm going to be super optimistic, maybe by... September, October next year, we can start having, um, we can start having pinball events again. 
And that, you know, IFPA, you know, until further notice, they haven't sanctioned any pinball, you know, we didn't even thought about like when there was that like opening, um, you know, my, my location had reached out, what's brewing, love y'all. And they're kind of in the same boat. They opened, then they closed. And we, they were like, do you guys want to come back and do you finish out your season? And at this point I was just like, I don't think we're going to have enough people that even want to take that opportunity to do it even though you guys are open and doing all the things that would make it safe i just people don't feel like they're like i'm just gonna stay home and and i completely respect that so kind of like our management team was like "Eh, we'll just wait (laughs) so i just laugh we have like one more meet for our winter 2019 (laughs) season to go like I was 2019 2020 I was like eh, we're gonna play that in 2021 probably fall <laughs> but I I can't wait for that that's so that's I cannot wait my 2021 wish is I want to meet up with my Bells chapter again that's that's what I miss I miss seeing the Bells yes. chapter the San Antonio Pinball League I mean the I mean just seeing my pinball friends I mean we were doing meetups for a while that was one of the things I had to drop when you know my life kind of went into the toilet but I was just like I miss everybody I was like I yes. want things to be normal enough for me to go to an amusement park <gasps> in the yes. summer yes I didn't go I miss amusement parks I miss roller coasters and rides and funnel cake oh, and all of that like so um, I gotta ask funnel cake are yeah. you a fruit topping or just powdered sugar Powdered sugar. Thank you. Thank you. Powdered sugar is For the right answer. Put topping on it, you're monsters. Monsters. <laughs> so don't be putting free topping on it. I'm pretty sure it's a war cake. crime. Yeah. I'm pretty sure like, that's oh, a war crime. What is wrong with you? Monsters. No. You can't eat it with fruit topping on on top of it with your fingers. Like yeah, then you'd have fruit all over your fingers. That's it's no. it, your hands are already covered with sugar, but it's easy to get yes. that off. Although it looks like, you know, you've just been doused in, you know, powdered sugar or cocaine either way. But if you're me, it's like the whole front of your shirt is covered oh, yeah. in powdered sugar. You've got powdered Same. sugar on your nose and down your chin. Yeah. I'm, yeah it's everywhere. It's everywhere. I'm terrible. And even like, so I got to see the behind the scenes on how they make funnel cake. You would think that would turn me off because essentially it's just battered, thrown into a giant vat of oil no yeah. i was on my no. I'm, still, I'm in this i'm in it to win it that's yeah, like I, that's one of those things that like i kind of don't care how that's made i kind of don't care how sausage is made it's delicious oh, sausage oh. see elizabeth you're my other sister from another mister we are very simpatico <laughs> on our fair food a funnel cake and sausage on a stick I'm like sausage yes. is amazing like yeah. Oh, yeah and oh yeah so sometime I don't know how, since you like amusement parks, I'm not sure how you feel about festivals, but you got to come to San Antonio for our annual fiesta. Imagine like a Latin themed Mardi Gras. It's the bestest. We shut down the city for two weeks. I am a sucker for any church carnival. Oh, church carnivals are the best. Good church. Y'all, you got to keep an eye out. If it's a decent church, that's how they make their money. So it's going to be a really good carnival. You know, it's always the best when rides are a little sketchy. I'm I'm in for this. I'm totally in. So yeah, no, I love me a good carnival. But yeah, um, for those of you who are not from the Texas area, Fiesta is the bestest. And I like if you want to come, I will take you around to Fiesta. We have parades. We shut down the city. It it's food on a stick galore. I end up I'm working there. a booth. Like yeah, Elizabeth, we'll talk offline. You're gonna, you should. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. All right, so. We're wrapping up as we come towards the end of the show. You've already been on the show. So you've done Inside the Pinball Arcade. 
So I told Elizabeth, we're going to have like a round two. And, and from our last episodes, you guys know, we kind of do like these like bonus questions. So since this is the uh, 2020 holiday extravaganza, one of the bonus questions I wanted to ask Elizabeth is what Christmas movie do you feel would make the best pinball theme? Okay. Don't hate me, but I am kind of grinchy when it comes to holiday movies that don't watch a whole bunch of them. <gasps> no. So I think if you're going for the family friendly, you'd probably want to do the classic Grinch Who's Still Christmas. Um, I would love if they did uh, one that had all the old Baskin ones. What is that mm-hmm. called? With like Rudolph and and the stop motion oh, Frosty, yeah, the, the Frosty the Snowman, or like yeah, the Island I love- of Misfit Toys. <gasps> that's like my That'd that's like awesome. my favorite. That one in Charlie Brown, but I love like the you know sixty stop motion yeah. Rudolph. I had a until recently a very giant like um, Bumble. Um, the abominable snowman, like for my yard, I had to get rid of it. I gave him to my brother. I, I were moving, and I had to get. It. I was like, I love Bumble. I was like, please. And I saw him up, and I teared up. I was like, Bumble, you're, you're up. But yeah, no, I I like the Grinch though. I like it. I am a Christmas movie connoisseur. That could be hell. That could be another podcast we could run. So like, I love Christmas films. So that's why I kind of wanted to ask. Although I'm gonna get a lot of static for my Christmas choice now. I love Christmas films. I feel if we're going to go family style, I would pick Elf because I just really enjoy it. But my my theme, which is a little off topic, is Die Hard because I feel that is one of the best underrated Christmas films of all time. And I will die on that hill. I will fight you about Die Hard being a Christmas film. It totally all right, is. Let me ask you. Gremlins. I also feel that Gremlins is a Christmas film. I'm I'm very much a Thank wide you. net when it comes to to Christmas films. If it like because there's a tie-in, like I got a machine yeah. gun, ho ho ho, like Gremlins, like he gets it as a gift. Like Christmas is part of the story. It doesn't need to be the story, but it's like there's a reason. Like it, he, yes, it's going on. The so, fact that it is Christmas is important to the story. That makes exactly. it a Christmas story. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. So I feel that Gremlins is also a Christmas film. Again, Hill, I will die on. So I was I will, fight. I you will can die email on that me hill with you. Backbox pinball podcast at gmail.com. So <laughs> I will totally take that one um, for the team. I'm like, no. Um, but yeah, Die Hard, I feel, would make an excellent pinball machine. Um, yes. Also excellent. And I feel like there could be like a, a Christmas multi ball thing, um, but it would be super fun. So my next follow up question for the bonus round of Inside the Pinball Arcade COVID edition is for COVID times. We're in a pandemic. We're all shut in. What is your desert island collection look like? Your COVID-19 pinball collection, three to five machines that you would have to have. um, And these are the only machines you can have access to and that you can play like forever. Um, What would be in your collection? We have to stipulate that under no circumstances do these machines ever break or require any form of maintenance. No, magically they will run forever. Okay. And they will run perfectly. Then top of my list is Gottlieb's timeline, which nice. cannot, in the real world, continue to work for more than three days at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of I made a little list. I kind of went uh, like like Pinberg. I tried to pick one from every era. So uh, my EM would be Starpool. Very nice. 
uh, Gottlieb's timeline. I'm going to put Zachariah's robot on there because that game trash talks you and it makes me laugh. And it's got weird old weirdo shots that uh, nothing else has. And then I put down Frontier because it's oh. soothing. It's soothing to play oh. that game. Pseudo Kenny Rogers staring down at me. So, and then Totan. I love that. Would be my my five, my five machines that will magically always work and never ever break. That I can just continuously play. I love Totan. That's like it's on my short list of like things I want to have. Although, oh, we're in the process of of moving into a condo, which I feel like has been done to me on purpose because I kept on looking for places with a rec room in Texas. We don't have basements. So you have to kind of find a place with like a game room or a rec room. And my husband's like, no, we should move into a condo. And I'm like, I feel I've been tricked. I was like, dang it. (laughs) Like it's so small here and there's, there's stairs. Dang it. So, but I love, I love that collection because you did it very well, very Pinburgh style. I like that there's variety. You didn't Thank just hit me with a bunch of DMDs and like modern games. I love it. Yeah. Speaking of Frontier, y'all, my girl, Elizabeth Drone, Bells and Chimes Houston, has a new business and it is called Upkick. And it's awesome. And the reason I thought about it when you said Frontier, and I think they're sold out, so I should probably plug them, but she's making Christmas ornaments out of bumper caps. And one of them was from Frontier, and I'm sad it sold out. I was like, I hope she gets some more of those. But I ordered one with a gingerbread man on it. I'm really excited <gasps> about it. Yeah, they're super cute. Like, I'm going to put a link in the show notes, you guys. Like, go support businesses. And I know Miss Cromwell here, um, I know you guys are selling gift cards online for folks who want to support the cafe. We'll put links in the show notes for that. Also, you guys, you can buy a gift card. So when you're in town, you can go and use that at the Kickback Pinball Cafe. And that would be amazing. That would be amazing. So we'll include all those things. So as we wrap up the show, I do have to do one more shout out because, again, I haven't been on the air in like two months. My girl, Brooks Bradlin. She was on. She was one of the amazing ladies of Ohio Lady Pinball. And she has started a new business called Pinball. It's the official pin bomb of pinball. And that's amazing. So I'm going to throw it back. Like y'all remember lip smackers and like, you know, the bestest chapsticks of our youth. She's bought them back for us and they're pinball themed. So they're really fun. So there are three different, different flavors. There's kiwi watermelon, which tastes just like a Jolly Rancher, y'all. It is so yummy. Grape, which tastes just like grape uh, bubble yum. Then we've got Orange Cream Orbit, which has like the citrusy orange flavor, but again, more like candy orange, not like citrusy orange, if that makes sense. Like a creamsicle? Yes. Yes. Just like a creamsicle. And then Cherry Punch Pop Bumper, which very much reminds me of like a cherry chapstick. Um, And then there is just a regular chapstick. And the best part about all of them, they're all organic and natural lip balm. So you can keep your lips all sassy and like, you know, when you're ready to like talk some smack. You can smack it up with pinball. I'm so excited. She sent me a whole set. I tried them all. I love them. I particularly like the kiwi watermelon because I like watermelon flavored stuff. But we're going to do a giveaway. And what I'm going to ask you guys to do is post either on Instagram or Facebook what you would love a flavor of lip balm to be. So whatever you think the next flavor should be, we're going to ask you to post it on our social media, Instagram, and Facebook. We're going to do um, ask for all of those suggestions and we're going to ask for those through the end of the year. So through the 31st. On the 1st, I will draw a winner from all of those entries collected and we'll announce that on that next podcast. So 
Um, congratulations, Brooke. I'm going to include a link to her awesome shop on Etsy and you can buy your own pinball lip balm. It's amazing. We'll have to have her back on the show because that's too much fun. Um, yeah, no, it, this stuff is, I, I, I'm not saying this because I think Brooke's like hella cool, which she is. But it's actually really nice. I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to chapstick. I actually <laughs> like spend lots of money on stupid organic lip balm from Whole Paycheck. And I'm like, this stuff's awesome. I was like, first of all, it's it's a pinball chapstick. And it feels really nice. I'm like, And it tastes like candy, which I haven't had candy in like two months. So it's great. <laughs> but Brooke, uh, thank you so much for sending those to me. I love them. And I feel like I'm going to make her like a sponsor. Like, can we just get some free pin chapstick pinball out of this? And I was like, can you just be a sponsor and send me some chapstick? Um, but yeah, pinball, y'all. We're going to put it, a link in the show notes. It's amazing. Yay! Coming to the end of the show. Elizabeth, thank you so much for, for being here and for making this sh- show and jumping back into the podcasting arena. Really easy for me. I really appreciate it. Aw, thanks for having me. I'm so glad you're back. We've all missed you. Aw, thank you. Thank you. And and for those of you who reached out and for those of you who've missed me, I, I appreciate it. Thank you for letting me take time to, you know, devote some self-care. Um, sometimes, sometimes we need it. Um, you take care of yourselves. This is just really important, not only physically, but, uh, emotionally, mentally, those, those things are super important. And, you know, I, I have missed my pinball family. So I'm very excited to be back and, and doing all these shows. Um, again, guys, if you want to support Elizabeth and her amazing cafe, we're going to put a link in the show notes where you can buy some digital gift cards and that would be awesome. And, um, we'll put more information about, um, the cafe as well. We'll put a link, uh, all those links in the show notes. And, um, Elizabeth, is there any other info about, uh, uh, the cafe that you'd like to share with our audience? No, no, I think we got it. We got our, we'll put it all in the show notes and, uh, hopefully it'll still be there. It's, it's going to be there. I'm, I'm going, I'm going to wish all the good things, wish all the good things y'all for Elizabeth. Wish them. So no, not just for Elizabeth, like for the world. Let's just yes, make 2021 a much better year for everybody yeah. all around. Everybody 2021. We're, we're putting all our eggs in that basket. I'm just saying we're, I'm just, I'm done with 2020. I'm just, I'm just not even, yeah. gonna, I'm not even, I'm not even gonna look at them. I'm, I'm ghosting 2020 yeah. I'm moving on to 2021. 2021 is my new bay. And just we're going to not, too many days left in 2020 just keep looking at it like that like yeah exactly it's almost done yeah we're almost there so um i love y'all very very much um we're gonna have our next show um we're gonna have that bonus episode with miss emily that's going to be coming up after this one and then in the new year um i'm really excited we're gonna of course i mentioned laura fraley she's gonna be on um we're gonna have jessica donardo on rebecca and jordan are gonna come on from fliptronic they're awesome and we're just got lots of stuff coming up. I'm very excited. Again, thank you all so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and keep flipping. Thanks for listening to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. To get pinball fun delivered to you every week, subscribe to our podcast on your podcatcher of choice. Also, we'd love for you to post a review on Apple Podcasts. To look at show notes and more, visit our website at backboxpinballpodcast.fireside.fm. Again, that's backboxpinballpodcast.fireside.fm. Thanks for taking us with you, and keep flipping!